Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Kobe, 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 Kobe. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm Yo Legazzo, and I'm here with McKay Westbrook, and today we have another special guest on the show. Uh, we'd like to welcome Jake Gold, uh, host of the Good as Gold show, a sports talk radio and YouTube show discussing all things L.A. sports. He's also a writer for the Rams Wire and does digital media for the NFL. Hey, Jake, uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. You know, from uh, one Laker fan to some other Laker fans, uh, it's always good to chop it up and talk about the best team on earth oh yeah man yo man yeah, yeah absolutely so so jake you know tell us a little bit more about yourself i mean your ties with the lakers uh, and maybe uh more about your 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 show there uh yeah so i mean I'm, I'm based out of los angeles uh born and raised here um you know i don't i'm sure i don't even rem- i don't even remember my first game i just remember the first game i remember you know like i was you know just a kid in LA just growing up watching Shaq and Kobe dominate and just living out here it was just super easy to to just become attached to the purple and gold and that is you know just I mean the the, the Laker brand obviously transcends the city of Los Angeles and as as you guys know right right across the nation across the globe but I mean obviously here in LA like it is you know, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, Magic, Kareem, Wilt we even had, you know, like the legends, everyone who suits up and wears purple and gold, LeBron being the newest one. There's something about this Laker brand that is just so, it's got this mystique and this aura, and it's just, I have so much pride in being a Laker fan. So um, that's that's me in a nutshell as a Laker fan. Grew up Kobe Bryant being my favorite player. And then um, just rooting for my L.A. teams as well, the Dodgers, the Rams, uh, L.A. Kings. We have so many teams out here in Los Angeles, it's hard to keep up with them all. But I, I yeah. draft, that's, that's what my Good as Gold show podcast. It's very, uh, you know, at my core, I'm an L.A. fan. I, 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 I address that I'm definitely biased, but I really try to do my best to, to keep my bias out of it and, um, you know, have fun with it. So that's kind of me. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. No, I appreciate you hopping on, man. Um, uh, it's good to have you on the show today. Uh, I think we're going to have a good one. Um, but, uh, you know, first up, in our, you know, after the break here, we're going to talk about uh, our takeaways uh, from these last uh, three scrimmages uh, in the bubble. Then uh, after that, in our last segment, we'll have a discussion on uh, the Lakers versus Clippers matchup uh, this coming Thursday. Um, but uh, again, welcome to the show. But for now, let's, let's take a quick break first. Uh, so stay tuned, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Welcome. 
Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. McKay and I are here with Jake Gold, host of the Good as Gold show, sports talk radio, and YouTube show discussing all things LA sports. He's also a writer for the Rams Wire and does digital media for the NFL. And in this segment of the show, we're going to talk about uh, our takeaways from the three scrimmage games that uh, just happened. Uh, so let's get to it, you know. What, what are the takeaways from these games? Let, but let me start. Start by saying first that our dynamic superstar duo, AD and LeBron, have not skipped a beat. They're still the best superstar duo in the league, firing on all cylinders. It's, it's, it's like these four months of break from playing basketball for them were non-existent. I mean, what do you guys' thoughts, man? Yeah, I mean, they, they seem like they've, they've stayed ready. I, I felt like um, LeBron James was especially dialed in. You know, you could see it in his face. He's, even though they're scrimmage games, he's taken them seriously. He, he's focused. You know, he, he he's not letting any of these outside uh, distractions get to him. I, I think he's. Yeah, I think we're in a great, great position, especially um, you know LeBron and and AD being the the leaders of the team everybody looks to them and i i think the amount of focus that he's showing right now is is a great thing for the team right right yeah. i completely agree with you guys both like it's uh it's it was so awesome to see in the first game uh the way it's like okay you know you're gonna expect people to look a little sloppy right you know right you know getting the jitters out of the way in a completely different environment. They say hashtag a whole new game all over the quarantine bubble arena. Right. Because, you know, it's a whole new, I mean, it's still a game of basketball, but it's completely different, you know, scenario. Like the Lakers are a team that they feed off of home court energy. They, they right. are, they're an energetic team. And so to take all that away, you're getting down to the court, just the game of basketball. It's like, it's, like you're running pickup and it really should be about now. Okay. Everyone wants to talk about an asterisk on this championship. I completely disagree. We're, we're going to figure out really who is the best team. And mm -hmm. we're going to, we're going to see guys having to step up in different roles. Cause we don't know if people are going to contract this novel coronavirus or not. There's just so much where there's got to be a level of buy-in from all 17 people on each roster. And what I see from the Los Angeles Lakers, is that exactly starting from the top? LeBron James just has everybody dialed in. Anthony Davis, you can see he's in lockstep with LeBron. Mm -hmm. In preseason game, whatever you I guess it's preseason, you can kind of call it these scrimmages. Um, what you're kind of seeing is, you know, it's next man up. You know, we right. we, lost, we we lose people in the national media who don't really watch a lot of Laker games. Go, oh, look at the Lakers; they're losing. All this backcourt depth, what are they going to do? They're going to rely on J.R. Smith. They're going to rely on Deion Waiters. Those guys are unreliable. They like Hennessy and gummy edibles. And it's like, no, man. <laughs> these, guys are, these guys are hooping. And in these preseason, whatever, scrimmage games, they're going off. And <laughs> it's like next man up, man. And this is, this is what the Lake Show is about. Yeah, man. No, I, I was about to say, I mean, uh, speaking of duos, I mean, the Swish cheese duo. <laughs> Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith, man, they've been balling these these scrimmage games. Uh, you know, and in fact, you know, one of the our, the Lakers Twitter pundits here in uh, um, Twitterland, Vinay Kilawala, mentioned that you know 
Dion should be one of the players that we should watch for. You know, how is he integrating with the team and the system? And if he is, we're good as gold, man. We're this is this is this is good stuff for us. I love um, that. And uh, Alex Regla, another one, said, you know, he pointed out in his recent throwdowns piece um, about Dion Waiters here about his underrated skill of not giving a beep. You know, a lack of a better word, for lack of a better word. Essentially, it's, it's you know, you're not caring what anyone else thinks and just playing however he wants to play. Um, you know, he, he simply, uh, um, there's, you know, he, he mentioned that, that the, you know, Waiters' approach surely would be perceived as a negative in 99% of NBA rosters. But on this squad, it's exactly the type of mindset and approach that they've lacked all season. It's outside of James and Davis. There's simply no one else, he says, on the roster who, one, can make these types of shots and, two, dare to even take them. And so, you know, I think, you know, he's got it on uh, right there. Dion Waiters is, is exactly the type of score maker, playmaker the Lakers needed off the bench. And we've seen it, even though it's a small sample size. It's We've seen how, you know, how he's operated. Yeah, I I agree. You know, I, I think especially um, picking up Dion Waiters and, and J.R. Smith this late, in the season, a lot of people were kind of worried about how they do, especially because neither of them had, have had playing time in a while. And I mean, they're, they're just scrimmage games, but thus far, you know, they, they've come out to play and talk about, you know, everybody is saying asterisk uh, season, you know, asterisk championship. I, if you want to talk about asterisks, like look at the team that the Lakers have been able to form even after, I mean, so much credit goes to to the front office for what they've been able to do this season. Mm-hmm. You know, we we didn't know if we were going to get Kawhi Leonard until pretty much the the, the last minute. You know, uh, that he could de- decide, and by that time, a, a lot of the player well had already dried up. And look at the incredible team that they've been able to to put together not even just at the beginning of the season, but throughout the entire season, you know, we've been able to, to ride all, all the bumps and, and uh, I I think this one's going to go down as an asterisk season, but not for, for the reasons that, that people are saying, you know, I think it's going to be a special season because of what we've been able to do. Yeah. I think if you look at this, this team, there, there, there's guys who are now. A lot of them, you would look at them and go, "Oh, this guy, you want you, you're gonna expect to get a lot out of this guy." And it's like, no, <laughs> we're, we're. This is a squad where these, it's a lot of players with savvy basketball, savvy with a lot of experience and big mm-hmm. games, and they're being asked to do a specific role. And this is a team with. Shaq and a fool all timers, man. We got JaVale. We've got J.R. <laughs> Smith. We've got guys who are making reoccurring appearances. Dion Waiters, uh, Dwight Howard. These guys are all over Shaq and a fool. NBA Twitter loves to clown these guys, but they are locked in. Dwight Howard, for to his credit, has completely checked his ego at the door. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when it was, if you were to check the pulse of Laker Nation when he was signed versus where he is now, if someone were to say, we don't know if Dwight Howard's going to play in the bubble. So, so if you were to say that 
in the beginning, you'd be like, eh, whatever, it doesn't matter. The Lakers are solid in the front court. Dwight Howard is a distraction. But the talk when Dwight was unsure of whether he was going to play was like, oh, man, we need Dwight. Dwight is killer on the boards. He's, right. he's serving his role, and he is prodigal son coming back and redeeming himself to try to win a championship for this team. And I just – I get really excited with the idea of these guys all having their specific role. It's like J.R. Smith – you got the playoff savvy. You're going to hit that corner three and defend. And I saw that in the preseason game. He was able to uh, – there was one – there was a back series of back-to-back possessions, I believe, or it might have been the same one. He he was uh, closing out on the perimeter, and he had his uh, offhand in the passing lane, and he had a steal. And then he went down, and he threw like a behind-the-back pass, and I was like – Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, here we go. This is the there lake. There we go. <laughs> Right, right. No, man. I think that, uh, I mean, just having J.R. Smith and, and Dion Waiters coming off the bench, who can light up the floor like they, you know, that we've seen, you know, in the small sample size. I mean, it might be over. Hand a trophy over to the Lakers already. This, yeah. man, we're, we're, you know, we're there. We, we should get it. This is it. Um, I mean, but speaking of, uh, of other, you know, other players that uh, have really, uh, um, contributed to this team and um, and uh, you know we've seen some of their play this this uh, uh, during these scrimmages is Alex Caruso who by the way is being tasked to lead the second unit what do you guys think about how he did uh, these scrimmages here uh, I I think Alex Caruso has done great I I think he's he's a killer you know he he knows his role. He knows um, that sometimes he's got to sit back and, and be that role player that just helps everybody else on the floor to play better and be the playmaker and, and be the scrappy hustler on defense, you know, but he can also, he, I really think he's, he's a leader. Um, he, he leads by example a lot of the times just showing what it's like to be a good teammate. Um, but he he's also shown that he can go out there and he can score. He's he's got everybody's respect on the team because he's crazy athletic and and can throw down just as hard as as LeBron or any of those other guys. And um, I I think it's I think it's great. Um, I I think it uh, it helps him to to know that um, the coaches and the staff have that much confidence in him to. Um, to make him the the leader of of that second group of guys, you know, him coming up from the G League and to where he is now, I I think it's awesome. I think I love Alex Cruz, so he's he's great. You know, lost in this with uh, Alex Caruso is you know people will who are non Laker fans they see all this hype that this bald white dude with a headband gets, and they go, this guy, what you know. He's just a meme. Everyone's <laughs> elevated this guy because he's he's just a bald, a balding white guy who's like, we think looks old, but he's really twenty six from Texas, and you're you're kind of going, okay, this guy's overrated, and the answer is he's not overrated. Like, yeah, maybe he's become like a cult star, and his you know he his star his his place shines brighter because he's playing alongside a LeBron James led Los Angeles Lakers squad. But the guy is absolutely productive per the minutes that he gets. 
Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's getting like under 20 minutes a, a game and he's making the absolute most of it coming off the bench, hitting the threes, defending, um, you know, with Rondo before in the lineup, he wasn't as much of a distributor, but he was still moving the ball around and working that style that Frank Vogel and the Lakers like to run in the half court. And I have absolute 100% faith in the balding Texan Alex Caruso to step it up and really take on that role. And he's going to get some help from, from Smith and waiters. Those guys are going to step up KCP. um, You know, the, the Lakers guard depth, you could still say, okay, you know, you lose Rondo, you lose Bradley. In theory, yes, the depth is is uh, has been affected, but everyone has something they're going to bring to the table. And right. as long as you have two top five players in the league, all everybody's got to do is just bring one little dish to the cookout, and then <laughs> let the let the master chef cook up the recipe, and everyone's going to eat. Right, right, right. No, man, I love Alex Caruso. I think he's shown how reliable he is all season long defensively. And, you know, he can even step it up uh, offensively as well, as we saw in the Wizards game, the scrimmage uh, the other day. Um, another one just really quick is Kyle Kuzma that I just wanted to, to bring up. I mean, we, we saw him hitting those six threes against the Magic, 10 out of 13 field goals uh, overall with a game high of 25 points on that, that game. I mean, that one point, they were, they were even double-teaming him. Uh, his shot looks really good, perfect release, nice footwork by Kuz uh, to square up to the hoop. You know, he's, he's really worked on that, and he's done def- well defensively as well. I mean, there were some mistakes, I'll give you that, but overall, really promising and, uh, you know, closing out on those fast breaks. He's really done a good job uh, defensively, in my opinion. Opinion. He's, I think he's one of the key guys. He's been rolling, and hopefully that uh, we'll see him uh, um, get away from some of that uh, inconsistency. I mean, uh, if he does, and you've almost got a Lamar Odom in your hands here coming off the bench, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, he just he he really just has to keep that confidence up. Um, basketball and sports in general is just such a mental game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kuzma has all the talent and all the skill to be you know even a future all-star he's he's an incredible player he he can be an incredible contributor um there's a lot of pressure especially now you know that he's he's the one of the only um young guys that the lakers decided to keep after you know we dismantled the the core the young core um and I think a lot of weight has fallen on, on his shoulders. He's still young in the lead in the league. He's not super experienced yet, but he he definitely has the skill set. And I I think if he can just figure out how to keep himself mentally tough, uh, I think we're going to be in great shape. But yeah, every time I I see him go off, I I love it. You know, I I see him for who he is. Just keep praying for that that consistency. Right, right. Well, I mean, I think that uh, um, you know we had a good discussion about these these um, these scrimmage games here. Um, we're going to take one last break here, and but we'll be right back to discuss um, the the Lakers versus Clippers matchup heading um, in, come, upcoming here. Um, so uh, we'll see you soon. <music> Thank you.
Hey, welcome back to the Hashtag Liquors Podcast. And we're here uh, with Jake Gold. Um, and we've been talking about the, uh, the, the last three scrimmage games. But on this segment, we're going to discuss and, and preview the Lakers versus Clippers game that's upcoming this, this Thursday. Um, so what do you guys think? Uh, you know, what, what, do you, what are you thinking about this Lakers versus Clippers game? Uh, I mean, first thing that that comes to mind when when previewing it is, uh, well, uh, as far as I understand, Lou Williams isn't going to be able to play. Uh, he's <laughs> no. he's being quarantined because he left the bubble, and uh, you know, so I I think that's obviously going to have a big impact on on their performance. Lou Williams is one of the best players on their team, and. So I, I I think that's going to make a major impact. Um, firstly, uh, the other thing is I was looking at uh, I, I didn't see the actual game, but um, Kawhi Kawhi's performance in I believe it was their last scrimmage uh, game, and he went I think six for twenty two from the from the field. So uh, his, his shooting wasn't all that great, but I mean we know Kawhi he can turn it up when he needs to, and he can come out and make and have huge performances uh but you know that that could show a little bit of sign that that he's not completely there yet you know he's he's not back into full basketball form um so i i think the lakers are looking good in this one for a win Yeah, I would say when I look at this Lakers-Clippers matchup, obviously I, I look at, you know, number one, the star power, and it's got everything that you'd want as a fan. So mm-hmm. um, the NBA is coming right back out of the gate with its marquee matchup, Lakers-Clippers. Right. Um, you know, Anthony Davis, again, we don't know if he's going to play. The Lakers could sit him out with that eye injury. Right. And I think, for, I think, yeah, I think for both of these teams – they both understand that they're, they're, they want their best basketball to be in the latter months of this bubble. So mm-hmm. does, does this game mean a lot to them? 100%. It means a whole lot. You know, no, no matter what people say, the outside noise is definitely something that a locker room hears. They hear all this chatter. They hear all this. They want to make a statement just as badly as the guys in the other team do, no matter w- whether – they decide to sit Anthony Davis or not. It's it's still going to be a game where if there's a loose ball, guys are diving and trying to you know scraping up their knees and they're ma- they're making plays. They're gonna they're gonna really come out with 100% of what they got. Now whether we get 100% of each guy's roster, we already know for the Clippers that's not going to be the case. Right. And and uh, you know a lot of that comes down to where I think the Clippers suffer from is. A vacant, like a void, when it comes to leadership. Doc mm-hmm. Rivers really mm-hmm. is the heart and soul of that team. Doc, it's Doc's team, and it's Kawhi's team by virtue of his play. But both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard kind of, they're, they're more of quiet guys. Where when it comes time to, you know, step up and lead, obviously their their play is doing it. They're both fantastic players, but it's really kind of like Montrez Harrell's team, Lou Williams' team, guys like that, and. Patrick Beverly, those are the those are the those are the guys. I, I don't, I'm not going to say they're all dogs, but they're the guys who are the the alphas when it comes to their vocal leadership. And to see all of those guys each taking turns 
leaving the bubble, if it makes you question the focus of the Los Angeles Clippers. And I get that right. their motto has been to, you know, you know, we don't care. We know that we have Kawhi Leonard who's nursing a knee injury. So we're going to sit him and load manage and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. The whole idea for them is when we get to the playoffs, Kawhi Leonard turns it on, Paul George becomes – who he is and we have guys who can we can rotate bodies to guard LeBron James. Now Anthony Davis is the guy they're going to have a hard time guarding, but doesn't everybody have that? You know, everyone has that problem. So <laughs> I I think it's uh it's interesting seeing this matchup right out of the gate. I don't think we're going to get the the same like, you know, we're not going to get all hands on deck as far as everybody in the game, but everyone's going to be leaving their all out on that court. Right, right. And I think everyone's going to be tuned in nonetheless. Uh, but to be honest, you know, <laughs> to, to McKay's um, point here, I mean, he, first of all, uh, I, I don't watch nearly enough Clippers basketball as I watch Lakers ball. I mean, to be honest. Uh, but from what I've seen, Paul George is killing it out there. But Kawhi, like McKay said, uh, has been a little off. He uh, three out of eight in the first scrimmage, three out of sixteen in the second, six out of twenty-two in his third. It's twenty-six percent in the field goal percentage and twenty percent from deep. Uh, maybe he's load managing with these scrimmages to you know uh, prepare for the, uh, be to be fully healthy and have all the energy in the playoffs. I don't really know what's going on, but uh, I'm sure he's going to bring it to us on Thursday. Um, and, and like as mentioned by both of you, Jake and, and McKay, that. Uh, they're they're missing some some players here um who knows who's going to show up uh in the 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 game on thursday patrick beverly i know he's back in orlando but uh we'll see if he plays uh uh landry shamit is, is is coming is is there i believe ivaka or zubak he's um uh, he just came out and said he tested positive as well and that's why he was out of the the bubble you know what happened to Lou Will. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I think he deserves that max quarantine time. Um, and then Trez, uh, you know, he's been out of the bubble. And he the, he posted a, 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 a picture on Instagram, you know, it says, see you soon, Orlando, uh, over the weekend. Um, but uh, who knows if he's there. But I know that there's a four-day minimum uh, for for quarantine so if he were to come on Saturday if we, he were have uh, to have arrived on Saturday then maybe he even made it he can make it to the to the um, the game on, on on Thursday but we'll see um, I just feel like the Clippers team I, I feel like uh, and and um, Skip Bayless had, had something to say with this on Monday that I don't think they're 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 committed like the Lakers are they don't want to be in the bubble in the first place they were forced to be in the bubble after the after a team a, wide, a team-wide decision to it that of you know it's all of us or none of us if you if you remember that but the lakers on the other hand they all you know came to themselves to to go and you know um even dwight howard um and i'm just uh you know i i have the lakers winning this one just because of the commitment level of where the clippers are and uh you know we, we've seen ad and lebron still playing uh, um, and, and they're, uh, you know, all firing on all cylinders uh, compared to, to, to the other superstars in the, in the Clippers, Paul George and Kawhi. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, I have the Lakers here. 
I think, you know, the, the scrimmages tell us a little bit, but they don't tell the whole story. Um, I think the Lakers are more locked in. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say right. the Clippers – I don't think that means the Clippers aren't locked in enough, but I just think the Lakers definitely, from an outsider's perspective, right? It's it seems very apparent that they're more locked in. They've got guys who understand – uh, the importance of being there, number one, and then executing their job, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't doubt that Kawhi Leonard is going to turn it up, though. I really oh, yeah. think he is going to uh, be – I mean, he, his, his, his body of work in the playoffs shows for itself. He's, mm-hmm. um, he's, he's a guy who, when you need a stop, he'll give it to you. And when you need a bucket, he's, he's that guy too. So mm-hmm. um, the NBA is about – getting stops and getting buckets and Kawhi Leonard does that well Paul George does that well now what has to be seen though is who's going to want it more because it's not just simply about scoring more points and holding the other team to less points there's a whole lot more passion it's about rebounding it's about second uh, second chance points and doing your thing and I really think when it comes down to it in the playoffs who is going to take down LeBron James and yep. the Clippers are the, the team that's most primed to do it. It'll be their toughest test. But the Clippers can fall out of their – like, they, they, don't, they don't take these games seriously. It's not like they're locked in at the top. You know, they, there's some room for them to wiggle down and, and end up with a harder path to the Western Conference Finals or to an NBA championship as they hope to do. But I don't think it happens. No, man. I, yeah, you're, I, you, you got some good points there. But, um, you know, well, I guess we'll see what happens on Thursday. I'm hoping that the Lakers pull a win here. Um, but, uh, hey, Jake, uh, thanks for, for joining the show today. You know, we really appreciate it. Um, we, we enjoyed your company and appreciate the, your, your takes here. Um, guys, remember to follow Jake on Twitter at JakeGold10. And his show is as uh, good as gold. Uh, while you're on Twitter, though, make sure you guys follow us on uh, at uh, hashtag LakerPod. Also follow us and subscribe and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we'd appreciate following the reviews. I'll, it'll help us continue what we're doing. And we're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. So um, with that said, I, I don't know, if Jake, McKay, if you have any final thoughts here. Uh, one last thought that just something that had kind of crossed my mind. Um, yeah, you know, the Lakers are, are pretty dialed in here to, to get the, the number one seed, you know, there, there's not a huge chance that they're going to get bumped down. And I think that's going to play, uh, that's going to be a great advantage to them. Um, uh, obviously winning these last regular season games is going to be important. But I think it's also going to give them a little bit of room to experiment and figure out what their new rotations are going to be with all their new players. I think um, we're going to get to to see a good amount of Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith in there with with different squads and and kind of feeling things out and seeing what what exactly it's going to be that we use. Um, so I I think that is also going to to play a great role, you know, the Lakers being in the number one spot, that's going to play a great role in um, towards them being fully prepared and, and fully ready with their rosters and everything. 
but sorry, that that was just one last thing that that I had been thinking about as as we we're talking about all this. No, no, that, those are good points, man. Those are good points. No, appreciate that. Um, Jake, anything else? Uh, you know, you guys definitely you guys made all some great points, and I think my final thoughts I have are as Laker fans, we have so much to be hopeful for. We just have to appreciate it as it comes. Mm-hmm. I think we should uh, avoid the temptation to get impatient because there's still a whole lot that needs to be ironed out. Like you both mentioned, the uh, the need to figure out the rotations, the need for Alex Crusoe to grow into a bigger role, and the uh, the need for Dion Waiters, J.R. Smith, guys of that mold to step into different roles under LeBron James. And for Kyle Kuzma, this is your time. You've played 201 NBA games. You're a veteran. Whether you want to, whether you want to admit it or not, you are a veteran. And playoff <laughs> basketball, it's a different level. It's a different atmosphere. But the atmosphere is different because it's not going to be in front of fans. So the energy has to come from the bench. So it's got to come from guys like JaVale, Jared Dudley. And I look at this team. They're so dialed in. The chemistry looks fantastic. So I think it all becomes about, all right, guys, just, just, just ball. Just do what you know at your heart you can do. And that's ball mm-hmm. out. Give it your all. And on paper, we look like a solid team, but the games aren't played on paper. They're played on hardwood, and they've got to leave it all on the court. And that's really all I got. There we go. There we go. Hey, Kyle Kuzma, we're looking at you. We, we need you, man. <laughs> we need you. Dion Waiters, we, got, we, we need some, some of that sass there. Um, but, uh, no, appreciate, uh, Jake, appreciate you, uh, joining the show again. Um, uh, we'll, uh, maybe we'll have you again on the show, but, uh, um, but with that said, uh, I hope you, everyone has a great day and hopefully we'll, we'll see, uh, Lakers win out of this Clippers game, uh, on Thursday until then root for the Lakers and we'll see you soon. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.